0: It's the 8 for 52 podcast. Hi, I'm Botters. G'day, Bushy here. This is episode 17 and the first for 2024. I think it's the episode 17, Bushy, isn't it? It's correct. Beautiful. It's the 8 for 52 podcast and we are back, baby. You can get us, you can DM us on Insta or you can email us at don't ask me. I reckon it's, we should it's drop it's been that five,
1: It's been five weeks. I can't remember the email address. Is it podcast852 at
0: iCloud.com? It is, but it's irrelevant anyway because everyone gets us on Insta. And uh. they have over the break, Bushy. Oh, we've got messages they doing. we They have. They have. Tom Ingram. Ah, yes, Tom. For one. Craig and Gower Cricket Club, currently That's... running last of Saturday Division 1. He assures us they will not get relegated. It's a big call? I don't know what he's watching. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he sent the message two weeks ago during the break, and they came out last
1: weekend and got absolutely pumped. Does it say what time the message was sent? Was it like a
0: 2 a.m. angry post, or was this, say, during the midday? No, it was very polite. As always, Tom opens with, hello, chaps, love the work. Oh, lovely. Catching up on podcasts, I assure you that we will not be relegated. And, uh, and I think they got rolled for 59 a couple of days later. Wow. Anyway, we'll get to that Good later luck, on in the uh, outs and ins. Oh, welcome to 2024. We are back, baby, and we're ready to fire into a huge second half of the season. And what a second half it is. We've got local men's internationals coming out of our absolute proverbials, Bushies. We've got men's under-19s off to Malaysia for a pre-tour before they begin their quest to qualify for the next under-19 World Cup. They're in the Division Two qualifiers kicking that campaign off. Our women's team are down in Bunbury, Western Australia for two weeks, wherever the hell that is. Easy tiger. Well, <laughs> oh, Bunbury, Western Australia. Bushy's
1: from Bunbury, Western Australia. Oh,
0: what's it like? Um oh, what are the girls what are the girls experiencing in Bunbury ground, Bushy? The your home ground, on. your home ground. The ground
1: they're playing on, and I've seen some photos of, is set right on the beach. There's just a road and then there's the beach and some rocks and it's an absolutely beautiful ground down in Bunbury. Beautiful,
0: beautiful part of the world, Western Australia. Well, they're down there on a pre-tour preparing for their upcoming Asia Cup qualifiers and i tour tell you what, they'll be getting great experience down there playing against some of the local Western Australian sides. It's absolutely fantastic. Also, the women's under-19s are heading off to Malaysia, Bushy. Yep. That's brilliant, getting a women's under-19s together as well as the men's now. That's fantastic. Premier League Grand Final this weekend. And we've got interviews with both captains coming up. How exciting is that? Kinch and Shah, Jamie Atkinson. What else have we got on the show, Bushy? Mm, all last week's games
1: covered in outs and ins, and the tables have really taken shape during our break across the all divisions. Ins and outs with all the Premier League grand final stuff as well as a huge Sunday Division 2 clash. Four Sat Div 1 matches and the two in Saturday Div 2. Sky Plaza Road could go on for two hours
0: today. Um, It could very well do with the amount of international we've got to talk about. We will try to keep it under two hours, though. And we'll get it to later in the podcast. But first, Bushy, I mean, that's all exciting. And that's fantastic. And it's all coming up. But I want to know, we've been on our Christmas break, Bushy. We've been away. I was down in Oz for a little while. Where'd you go? Uh, Singapore and Malaysia. Yeah, okay. Okay. Warm and wet. Yeah, but that's fine. That's where we've been. But where are our listeners coming from over the break?
1: Well, I knew this question was coming. And before I had put up the uh, information on the website, I was prepared to say, hey, bots, we've been off for five weeks. No one's listening. There's no podcast to listen to. But I did find a little nugget. Hmm. We have new listeners in Tashkent. Tashkent?
0: Tashkent. Is that Uzbekistan? The capital of. Goodness me. Uzbekistan. We are breaking boundaries. I know, right? I saw that flag and went, what's that? Tashkent? Okay. Cricket is huge in Uzbekistan. Apparently. 8 for 52 podcast, huge in Uzbekistan. Fantastic. Hello to whoever is in Tashkent listening in. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. All right, for all you listeners in Uzbekistan, Tashkent, we're going to announce the under-19s men's team that's going to go away to the Div 2 qualifiers in Thailand after a pre-tour to Malaysia, and congratulations to all these boys. Malaysia pre-tour matches are on February 12, 14, 16. The boys will fly on February 10, and then the uh, Division 2 qualifiers in Thailand, February 25 to March 5. Congratulations to all these players. Arez Dar, Arya Panjwani, Shiv Matur, Matthew Clayton, Will Walsh, Taron Lungani, Harry Hodgson, Danny Map, Sufyan Khan, Cheyenne Puri, Path Shravastra, Abirone, Morley, Ghanassan, Rishan Shah, Krish Butani. What do you think of that squad, Bushy? It's a pretty, very,
1: not pretty, very strong squad
0: to go uh, overseas. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it does look like that, doesn't it? I mean, the boys, the previous under 19th, got out of Division 2 and got promoted and were guaranteed a spot in Division 1, but Singapore have been kicked out. Oh, down Singapore have not got enough juniors at a level to be eligible to play anymore, so the, the whole. Structure of the competition has been restructured. Hong Kong stay in Div 2, work their way out into Division 1 via finishing 1st and 2nd. And I think looking at that squad, Wait, they've got a big chance. We we would have been in Div 1, but because Singapore doesn't have enough players, we're in Div 2? Yeah, well, Singapore went up as well. And it's just on numbers, just on the structure of competitions. They've restructured Div 2 put for the amount of teams in the comp. That so doesn't we're in sound Div 2. fair. I, Hey, this is ICC we're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, fair. Don't worry about We've fair. We've been there before. Yeah, yeah, don't I don't get, need the bleep button again. Don't get me started on that. Just look at that squad, though. There's one big out there, Bushy. There is. There's, there's a big out there. A young man who played in the last World Cup qualifiers and also the Asia Cup qualifiers isn't in there. And I know he's still eligible on age. He is, because
1: his birthday was just last October, turning 17, so well underneath, Samad Khan. Yeah, Samad
0: Khan. He would have added a, a lot to that middle order there, no doubt about it, but... Um, unavailable for selection, so therefore not selected so there's still a strong team then I want to
1: point out one the first name listed arez dar he came out to open last weekend for a team little so on who didn't have enough players obviously he's only under under nineteens so I think he's seventeen or eighteen absolutely well played. He faced the opening bowlers from the team that won every game, KCC Premier, and went out there and was the only batter to really hold his bat. So looking forward to seeing him and the rest of the team. Congratulations,
0: of course. Absolute superstars in the making. Just on a res dar, not only that. I mean, he knocked up a half century in that game and he really held his own. He did play in the last World Cup qualifiers as well as uh, opening bat in a lot of the games. So that experience will do him the world of good coming into this time round, So, look, all the very best to those boys. Uh, we think that squad's good enough to get through. Um, just wish them all the very best. Women's under-19s, we touched on in Malaysia as well. They're playing February 10, 12, 13. Maybe one other game, I'm not sure. Three or four games down there, so it's fantastic. Know my story this week, as we've got the grand final skippers coming up very, very soon. Kinchet and Jamie, we touched on that before. Before we get to that, just want to talk a little bit about the Premier League. And the whole season. Uh, a lot of it was played over the break. Uh, Daniel Bukhari from KCC, leading run scorer for Premier League so far, 258 runs at an average of 129. He's been an absolute gun in the middle order, Bushy.
1: Absolutely, and a new recruit coming across from Pakistan Association to KCC, 258 at an average of 129. Uh, the game I called not last weekend, but the weekend before, was the first time he got out.
0: Yeah, I know. He had no average until he got out for a 42. Yeah, it's unreal. I mean, of course, it's Kowloon Cricket Club versus Hong Kong Cricket Club this coming Sunday up at Mission Road, the national ground. Daniel Bakari, ranked number one overall. Jamie Atkinson, ranked number two and batting 195 last week. Thank you very much. 249 overall. He's seeing him well, Bushy. Yeah, that uh, was quite the innings. His last 42 runs came off 12 balls. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. When you look at the Hong Kong Cricket Club team, you've got Martin Kutzea, he's fourth overall at the moment with 178 runs, always destructive, always dangerous. We'll talk more about it in, uh, later on when we get to the uh, ins and outs. Uh, I think that'll do us to open it up. Let's, are we ready to get on with the show, Bushy? Mm, let's it up.
1: This weekend, it's the huge Cricket Hong Kong One Day Premier League Series final between Cowland Cricket Club Premier and Hong Kong Cricket
0: Club Premier. Let's hear from the captains. One Day Premier League final coming up this weekend at Mission Road. And it's with great pleasure that we have the captain of the Hong Kong Cricket Club Premier League side with us, Kinchit Shah. Welcome.
2: Thanks, Borders. Uh, thanks, Boshi.
0: Are you looking forward to this weekend?
2: 100% uh, super excited to be playing in the finals again um we were defending champions last year um hopefully we can defend the cup again this year uh KCC they've been performing really well and hoping it's going to be a very good game this Sunday
0: How are you feeling how's the squad feeling going in
2: The squad's been quite positive over the last two weekends we've been playing some really good cricket we've been bowling alright uh we've been chasing scores down quite well and uh, convincingly uh, last week we chased down 248 against USRC with six wickets in hand, and the same the week before against PACC with five wickets in hand. Those um, comfortable victories for us. Uh, teams looking positive, solid, and ready to go again this Sunday.
1: Now the one game that Hong Kong Cricket Club did lose that was against the table leaders. KCC, who you were playing on the weekend, but you didn't play that game, did you? You were away in India for the birth of your child, I believe.
2: Yes. Um, yeah, it was uh, we were expecting a child, uh, a baby boy now. Uh, so, yeah, I was back in India for that, for the birth of my first child.
1: Well, congratulations yeah, on you. that. Thank you so That's much. That's magnificent, you? Congratulations.
2: Thanks, Boris. Thanks, Washi.
1: Now, that game you didn't play the team lost. It's the only team, the game that the Hong Kong Cricket Club has lost this season. Correct. The team last week, Shiv Mata, played that game. He wasn't in last week. The team has you back in it. Is that the 11 you're looking at taking into Kwong Road Recreation Ground this weekend?
2: Um, yeah. It's hard to give away. We've got some uh, good players who, who haven't played yet, but are still uh, in potentially who could be playing on Sunday. We've got Sahal, uh, well, he's
0: our boy we want him in sunday <laughs> he's been on the podcast he's, he's tremendous he was the last been, interviewer last year tremendous young man
2: sahal has been um batting really well um sunday div two and saturday uh, div one he's been scoring a lot of runs so he's in the mix right there charlie wallace is back available so he's in the mix all oh, right uh shiv is in the mix as well so we're still yet to decide um we've got training tonight up there at HKCC and then probably sit down and have a chat
0: could be a few surprises there that's fantastic fantastic now we've mentioned a couple of times already the game is out of Mission Road it's very uh, not very many matches between KCC and HKCC out of Mission Road what's your thoughts on that uh absolutely I
2: mean as a as a player who's been grown up who's played all this cricket at uh, in Hong Kong at KCC and HKCC uh, would love to have a club finals at one of the clubs Unfortunately, if uh, KCC was unavailable, we would love to have hosted it at HKCC. I'm sure you would have. Yeah, we were 100% <laughs> would I mean, club environment, uh, having families around, having people watching it is is always uh, a feel-good factor for the players as well. So having that motivation, having having people watching it, uh, especially one of the best games in the whole calendar year uh, in domestic cricket. So we'd love to have it up here or at HKCC but yep. um, Mission Roads obviously an international ground we've got uh, some national players who are going to be playing uh, end of Jan and first week of Feb in the ODI series and the T20i series so it's good good prep for them. too.
0: Absolutely we'll touch on the internationals in a minute actually I mean last week you scored a big 100 tremendous 100. Thank uh, you. Cramped up a little bit towards the end or more than just a little bit maybe everything all right?
2: Now? <laughs> no no all good now Um fit to go and ready for Sunday.
0: Brilliant brilliant. Just looking at the uh, performances throughout the year, Martin Katsia has been your leading run scorer. You're right up there as well, of course, after that 100. At it, put together a wonderful 88.
2: Nazakat's probably been a little bit out of the runs for the quality that he is. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, uh, we expect more from our national players um, and for them to lead from the front. Uh, Nazakat has been up and down, but we have full confidence in him. Uh, If you've seen, uh, we haven't really changed our batting order much through uh, Sundays and Prem either it being Scorps or it being the Prem team we haven't really changed the batting order much and um, we have full faith in our players
0: and I look at the uh, KCC side and the their eighth leading run scorer this year and 23rd overall scored 60 runs across four games is Bubba Hyatt so you're not worried about him
2: he's always a dangerous player (laughs) Uh, he's always one that you know when you have him you know like that's a big relief for any captain or any bowler in Hong Kong. So he's obviously one of the biggest players, but there are obviously we know KCC bat deep. Uh we've seen that in the past. We've seen uh that last year where you have number seven, number eight coming in and scoring runs. So so we realize that now and we know the bat till eight nine and we just need to keep fighting hard. The game's never finished.
1: I'll ask you the same question I'll ask Jamie later on. You played all four Premier League games up the hill at Hong Kong Cricket Club. KCC played three here plus one up there. So no team has played at Kwong Road Recreation Ground this season for the one-day series. Correct. Which team do you feel is going to be more comfortable going to a ground they've not played on this season?
2: I would say the team with the most national players in it because national team training sessions happen twice a week at think road they play center wicket they practice there they know how the outfield is they know how the wickets are so the teams with the most national players would have the most advantage and that would Go
1: be in. you guys with martin and nazakat uh, rag ayush and just Kas-
2: a, just an opinion but um yeah these guys uh train there it's their home ground uh for the national team yep. so so if if i if i'm i'm probably very confident going in to Sunday being at Mission Road as well because we've got we've got we've got players who practice their day in and out.
0: Just looking at the bowling side, Luke Jones, third highest wicket taker across the season so far with nine wickets and Adul Mamud not far behind on, on seven. Um it's
2: pretty strong bowling lineup. Uh absolutely we've got uh six or seven bowlers to choose from. Uh we've got quality attack, we've got Haroon back in form. Uh, bowled a really good spell last week. Uh, Jonesy has been one of our leading spinners for the team, he's taken wickets, uh, not given away too many runs, a uh, couple of uh, changes in his, uh, uh, not action, but he's got a couple of more weapons in him now, so he's got the other one, he's got the flipper, he's got the one turning away, so brilliant. So which is what a leg spinner needs. To be very handy
0: a, out of Mission Road as well, of course. Absolutely, absolutely. You've touched on the internationals. We've spoken about it in the podcast a lot this episode. A uh, lot of international cricket coming up. Is Kinshachar available?
2: Uh, unfortunately not. Uh, I no. have to travel back to India. Um, my brother's wedding is during CNY. Okay. So I have to be back in India.
0: You've been in and out of India. Babies, weddings, all happening Absolutely. over there for you, yeah. mate. No, it's yeah. a great time of life for you. It is.
1: It? it is. And for the rest of the team, who may be available, I'm assuming that this weekend is going to be sort of a Massive training test. I'm sure Simon Willis is going to, if he's in town, will be down there watching. Chris Pickett will be watching with the analysts. So they're all going to be looking to get a Guernsey in that uh, international series coming up ten days later.
2: Yeah, I think it's the best prep anyone can get. Like, uh, if you know you're going to be playing there in two weeks' time, this it's it's ideal to have a proper game before leading up to an international series. On the very same ground.
0: Yeah, it's a massive game. And Hong Kong Cricket Club defending champions from the podcast, the 8 for 52 podcast. We wish you all the best, Kinshet, and all Thank the very you. best good luck on the Thank weekend you, up brothers. at Mission Road. And uh, Bush, you'll be up there calling it. He'll see you. I might drop him myself. Who knows? Perfect. All right, Thank mate. you, guys. Thanks for Thank joining us. so
2: much for having me as well. Um, and hopefully you guys are supporting uh, HKCC.
0: Well, well we're neutral when it comes to commentary. You know that, Perfect. Kinship. That's fine. Cheers, mate. Thanks for joining us.
3: Hi, I'm Wakaz Barkat, and you're listening to the Eight for Fifty Two podcast with Borders and Bushy.
0: All right, we've just heard from the Hong Kong Cricket Club captain Kinchit Shah, and with us now is the captain of the Kowloon Cricket Club, Mr. Jamie Ackerson. Jamie, welcome. Thanks very much for having me. How are you feeling going into Sunday? How's the squad feeling?
3: Very excited. Um, I mean, looking for, always great to play in a final, and also great to play against our great rivals HKCC. So obviously, bragging rights on the line uh, come Sunday afternoon.
0: They didn't make the one-day final last year, Kowloon Cricket Club.
3: Yeah, it was a disappointing campaign. Well, the 50-over was a disappointing campaign last year. I know we lost to Hong Kong Cricket Club and to uh, PACC. So it's definitely been better um, this season. We've, I mean, we're 100% record, four from four. But again, that doesn't mean much. The a final's a one-off game. So form goes out the window. Best team on the day will uh, take the trophy home.
1: Well, on that point, and I ask Kinshid as well, neither side has played at Kwong Road Recreation Ground for the one-day series so far you played three here one up the hill they played all four up the hill which team do you feel is better suited for this final at Kong Road
3: well I know, I know we haven't played at Kong Road this season but well, well both teams like you mentioned but a lot of the the team or even our team and their team have played a lot of cricket there I know they've got a lot of uh, national players who are training there every week uh, we've got a few of the national squad in our team as well who are training there every week so they can they, I think we've been having a look at the wicket uh, this week, but I know we've got a well balanced attack. I know we've got a, we've always gone in with our three seamers, and uh, also we've got the spinners to, to back it up. If it is turning out there on Sunday, I know traditionally there is a bit of spin out there, uh, so I think we're pretty well suited. I know they've got spinners in their lineup too, so I think it's two pretty well balanced sides uh, going at it for the final on Sunday.
1: So has Bubba and Zaz given you any uh, tips about what the pitch is looking like for this weekend?
3: Uh, I, mean, I mean the one they've been playing on this week at training. If it's the same one, uh, it'll be a used one. Um, if it is that one, I, I don't know whether Jashim's preferred a fresh one for the final. Maybe we'll find out. Uh, do you, do
1: you get a uh, preference on uh, which pitch? Because it's your home game. We just it, the game has to be played there because of commitments at Callan Cricket Club.
3: Or... Uh, I know, I've never even thought of that, but uh, maybe, maybe that's something to look into for for next time. Do, you do, get do to choose you, the pitch? Do you get to
1: tell Jashim? Oh, we want extra roller or no extra roller because it's your home game.
3: Actually, no, no, we definitely didn't do that, but maybe it's a bit like uh, Australia putting out good wickets for themselves when they're playing at home, and then obviously India put out some decent wickets. Um, I mean, England would never put a wicket out to suit themselves, so... See, I guess. <laughs> no,
0: never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well said, Jamie. Just looking at the, um, looking at the performance of the team, obviously gone through undefeated so, so far. Daniel Bakari, the leading run scorer across the whole competition, scored 258 runs at an average of 129. Thank you very much. And number two across the whole competition is yourself, having only played the three games so far, 249, an average of 83. So been a lot of runs in the middle order.
3: Yeah, um, the middle order have uh, saved us in a couple of games. We've had a couple of poor starts in some games, which is an area that we had identified we were a little bit uh, disappointed with. So hopefully that changes uh, on Sunday. We get some uh, a nice platform laid for us by the, by the top order. Um, I mean, Danielle's been been superb for us he's been mr reliable in there in the middle order and again it's been setting up some fantastic scores for us uh, to defend throughout the tournament
0: looking at your bowling atik iqbal the ever reliable superstar that he is he's the leading wicket taker for the tournament he's taken 11 wickets so far at an average of just 12
3: i mean atik is mr mr consistent i mean uh in the Premier League, I think most teams the first bowler they're looking at to see is playing for KCC is a teak, is a teak injured this week or oh, great, he's not playing this week. But I mean, he's I mean he's never injured. He's the fittest man in Hong Kong. He's the most consistent man in Hong Kong. So I mean, we're hoping that he continues that form.
0: Is there any uh, chance is, any chance he plays for the Infidels on Sunday instead?
3: He's he's, he's kindly said he'll come and play for the uh, the Premier League rather go, than there. Infidels on Sunday with uh, the clash.
0: League. What about on on the on your opposition side? I mean, Martin uh he's ranked four overall. He's their leading run scorer, 178. Nazakat probably. Hasn't had the three games that he's wanted. He's had the 93 runs, aren't she? Is uh, 75 runs off his four games, only averaging you know below 20 at the moment.
3: Well, I think we I would say we've struggled with the uh, the top order in a few of our games, um, but I mean they've been pretty uh, solid with their top order. I know last game they were found themselves in a bit of bother at 50 for three, and then uh, and obviously a fantastic image from uh, Kinship with his hundred. But in terms of their their strength as well, we know if you look at the last tournament for for Hong Kong. Uh, That the 1 2 3 was the HKCC 1 2 3. So we know what damage they can cause at the top of the inning. So it's definitely going to, we'll definitely be hoping to pick up some some early wickets and see the back of those three uh, at the start of the game.
1: Now, you mentioned that sometimes the top order has been a little wonky, but it's always the middle order has saved it. One of the, I've called three of the four Premier League games of KCC this season. The one other, if Hong Kong Cricket Club were looking at anything, is. KCC's somewhat inability to close out a game and close off a game that they probably should win in 25 30 overs and it goes over 40 overs is that something the team's looked at and how to like close out the game and especially in the final uh, I think well I mean for us it, it can
3: be frustrating when you can't pick up those last few wickets but the in terms of the 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 margin of victories we've had have been very convincing so I mean we've been happy a lot of the times a few of the well a few of those teams have just sort of set up shop and they're not really tried to attack that target and obviously they're, they're, just, they're falling further and further behind the run rate and we've won the game quite convincingly so it uh,
1: hasn't been too much of, a, of an issue for us. And that was something we also saw in the two-day game where basically KCC had control the entire time and ground the game into submission to the point where HKCC said OK, enough, let us off the hook here and the game's over. And so that, while it it's looked on paper and perhaps watching live, the game's gone on too long, you're saying that it's been part of the game plan, basically, that you know that the teams you can't can't catch you.
3: Exactly. And I mean, once you, you see the, the run rate continues to go up, it starts to put pressure on the other team. That's when they're going to start to make mistakes. If you do put runs on the board in the final, you know there's always going to be that scoreboard pressure. Um, as soon as you let you let people know as well, the run rate's going up six, seven, eight, nine, ten runs and over. And then that's uh, how you hopefully see out of
0: the game. Just a lazy 195 last week for Jamie Atkinson.
3: Oh, no, it went, it went pretty well. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. 16-6s, um,
0: 16, sixes, 16 fours. <laughs> so, yeah, Lost
3: is nine it?
1: balls. <laughs> and they had to recover one from the swimming pool. You lost uh, all ten.
3: The, 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 the water's out of the pool. Yeah, so,
1: that's it? why they got the ball back. Maneer went looking for another ball. He got one ball back. He actually, two of the balls that they were playing with at the end were KCC balls. You were seeing them okay? Yeah, Like,
3: I mean, like yeah, beach balls. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it got. It was, I, I, mean, I started the innings well. I felt confident once I. Uh, Got a few boundaries early on and that always feels nice, get off the strike, get off the mark pretty quickly and you start to to settle in after that.
0: Internationals coming up we spoke about it in the opener, we're going to speak in detail about it, Sky Plaza Road, Jamie Atkinson available for any of those internationals coming up?
3: Yeah i put some availability forward so I mean hopefully uh, can get involved in some of those series. I know there's a lot of cricket coming up um, so I mean it's hard for me to try and put available for all of those uh, just with my work commitments so I mean I've been speaking to Simon and hopefully uh, the, and also, also the national setup, and hopefully
1: uh, try and be involved at some point. We mentioned it and asked Kinshit as well and we'll ask you the same question. This game is basically a training run for the internationals. So there's added pressure of not only just being the Cricket Hong Kong one day 2024, 324 victors, but you're also basically going to be under the spotlight this weekend.
3: Under the spotlight to some extent. I know for people who are pushing them uh, their claims forward, but... I think if you look at the at the team, like uh, I mean, you're a team man. Like you have all these guys at KCC, you'd take a a duck in the final if it means your team wins. Um, you don't want you don't, you don't take a hundred and lose. You take the duck and the uh, and you win. That's the main thing to to get over the line.
0: Jamie, it's up at Mission Road on Sunday. We wish you all the very best. You're up against the defending champions. I know you didn't make the final last year, and what it'll mean to you to, for you know to win this one this year. We wish you all the very best from the Eight for Fifty Two podcast. And uh, look for Bush will be up there commentating. He won't be cheering on. He's neutral, of course. I'll be I'll having so. a chat in the middle. That's right. But uh, all the very best, mate, to you and the squad. We really look forward to watching it.
1: Thank you very much. Good luck. Thank you. It's time for Outs and Ends. A full wrap
0: of senior cricket games in Hong Kong from last weekend. Here's Bottas. All right, Outs and Ends. Big part of the season was across the Christmas break. Come back, watched a lot of it while I was away actually over the various social media channels. And tell you what, there was no real surprises with the table. We've ended up exactly as predicted KCC versus HKCC. LSW down the bottom didn't win a game, didn't look like winning a game. To be honest, too predictable for mine as far as the competition is concerned. Gets back to my views a few weeks ago about changing up the Premier League. I'll tell you what, it was really interesting. I actually. I had some feedback on Insta, Jonathan, to just supporting my views as far as Premier League draft. One of the players during the week came up to me and said, look, I'd be interested in hearing your opinion on, uh, on this chat about potentially changing the Premier League to a draft <laughs> format. What's your view? And I said, well, as far as I'm aware, it was my suggestion, but I don't know, maybe someone suggested it before me. And I said, it's actually my view. So anyway, and that obviously wasn't a podcast listener, so word is getting around. But anyway, look, I mean, it's great. No, it, hang on. They weren't a podcast listener. Did you pull them up on that? Well, if they were a podcast listener, they would have known it was my idea, I would suspect. Anyway, the point is, I just think, I'm looking forward to the grand final this weekend. Really excited about it. I think it's the two best teams. But overall, the season hasn't really been an upset, right? No.
1: I mean, the only game that was of interest after about the first two rounds was obviously Hong Kong Cricket Club versus Pakistan Association Cricket Club, because that was basically the semi-final to see. Yeah who was going to play KCC in the final.
0: Yeah, yeah. And LSW, they've got their problems. A fantastic club, steeped in history, right? Really going through a bad time at the moment. We'll get down to it later when we get to Sunday League, but they're, they're every chance of being relegated to Division 2 next year as far as Sunday League's concerned. Anyway, that comes later on. Outs and ins. What happened last week? And KCC, as we mentioned, played LSW. KCC batted first, and for a while there, they were in a spot of bother. They 3 for 14 and 4 for 34, 5 for 95, and LSW... In their minds, they're thinking, hang on, we might actually win this. Then a man was out there called Jamie Atkinson, and he came in at four, and he had very much other ideas, and 138 balls later via 16 fours and 16 sixes, meaning 160 of his total of 195 was in boundaries, and with the support from Chris Carter, who did superbly well, 76 off 74, but overshadowed by Jamie they got 6 for 341 a partnership of 228 now that 3 for 14 which is where Jamie came in mm.
1: was on the back of a ring in because Sherry Khan played for Little Soan that this weekend they, I think they were so short on players no DJ Rao so they didn't have their and no Harris Muhammad so they had no bowlers oh, apart really? from David so Sherry has come across uh, from USRC and played for Little Saiwan in the final game, so he should have been up the hill against HKCC. Yeah, Comes yeah. down here, absolutely as like we saw him at All Stars bowling beautiful spells, early wickets had KCC and all sorts of bother, but then the ball got a bit soft. Well, the ball didn't get soft. What I will say is that Little Siwan Dar, the coach of the day, came with a bag of balls that had ten balls in it. Ten balls, yeah. He, he went home with one. Right, and that one was actually fished out of the dried-out swimming
0: pool because it went over the
1: top of the swimming pool yeah. pavilion.
0: Atkinson into the pool, yeah? Mm. Not for the first time in his career. Goodness me. So little so on went out to bat. I mean,
1: they were never going to chase this down. They were all out for 177 and finish off the season with another disappointment. But the highlight, we mentioned it a bit earlier in the intro, the under-19 rep, Rez Dar, with a 56. I also liked his bowling and also all
0: three of the youngsters that bowled. They had three under-17s. Yeah, good on them. Three under-19s. Good really. on them. Um, R- really struggling at the moment. Playing yeah. a lot of juniors in there. Looking long-term. Good experience for those young fellas. So, uh, LSW, they'll bounce back, but uh, not a season to remember for them. What was the other game? HKCC, USRC. USRC put up seven for 247, which is very competitive total. Wackas can Absolutely fantastic. He led the way with 90 not out. Imi also did well. He got 47. He might come up in the birthdays later on as well. Now, that
1: game probably was uh, the higher rating of the two because I would suggest that everyone from Pakistan Association was watching that game with fingers and toes crossed, hoping that USRC could get an upset and somehow Pakistan Association could make it into the final. But uh, it wasn't going to happen. HKCC ran it down easy in the 41st over and an 100 retired out, hurt from the bloke we just heard from, Cha, the captain,
0: uh, out, and an 88 off 89 from Adegorawara led the charge. Yes, yeah, so that's grand final time. Kowloon Cricket Club undefeated on eight. They're going to play Hong Kong Cricket Club, the defending champions on six. Pakistan Association finished on four, two wins, two losses. USRC had the one win on two, and LSW lost all four of their games. So, yeah, looking forward to the weekend. And, uh, of course, it'll be live on the Facebook, will it? Yeah. On yep. Cricket Hong Kong Facebook. We're actually? hoping... You calling? Definitely Cricket Hong Kong
1: Facebook. We're working on other modes of... Delivery, but also into India on FanCode as always. And I will be commentating. We're going to start live at about 8.59. Game starts at 9.30.
0: All right, brilliant, brilliant. Sunday Division One. I mean, it's been in hibernation while Premier League's going on and it comes back full on next week. But there actually was one game during the break on Christmas Eve. It was the USRC in-house derby where the Vagabonds absolutely flogged USRC Elite. Elite batted first with the top four putting three runs together between them before scrounging their way to 146 all-out in just 37 overs.
1: The promoted Vagabonds did it easy in the
0: 33rd with four wickets in hand. Yeah, and we'll talk about the table there in a minute. I'll just go through the leaderboards first. Uh, Sunday, Div 1, Anshi Rath. He's only played two games, and he leads the way on 174, at an average of 74. Shahid Wasif, 164 at 32. Nazaka Khan, again, only played the two games. He's 144. At 144, bowling leaderboard, Waka Dawood from USRC with nine wickets, Luke Jones, Paris Benny Singh from the Vagabonds, and Ali Hussain Jr. from USRC Elite, all equal on seven. Um, Just looking at the table, Bushy, this is really interesting. Touched on it in the opener. LSW sitting down there on three points. They've played seven games, no wins, four losses, and a few washouts to give them their three points. One point in front of them are the two USRC teams. I can't see a way that LSWs stay up. They've got three games left against the Templars, the PACC, and actually the last game against the USRC, USRC Vagabonds. So they're going to have to beat the Vagabonds. They're not going to beat Templars or Pakistan, right? So they've got to hope that Vagabonds, who have got six games left, don't win another game, or USRC Elite don't win another game. And then it'll all come down to that last game to whether who gets relegated. Oh, it's like a big math board. Yeah, I just, I really can't see them staying up. Or at best, they're going to have one shot at it in the last game of the year. To That'd be interesting. Them down. It will be, actually. It will be. No, it's really, really heated up, that competition. Vagabond's still got six games to play. Templars, they're off, they're on top, equal with Pakistan Association. So it's a really, uh, really tight comp. Sunday Division 2. There were a few matches over the break in Sunday Division Two, and one last weekend where the Sri Lanka Lions took on the Cricket Hong Kong Dragons minus Jason Lloyd. Jason Lloyd broken thumb? No, true. Really? Saturday
1: broken in Saturday
0: uh, competition. Last weekend, or uh, I'm or not sure exactly when, yeah. but it was broken and he was out. So Arthur Chu took over the captaincy. Yeah, well, you nearly say with Jason out, the Lions might have even gone in favourites if you were setting a market on that one. Anyway, the Lions batted first and a brilliant even hundred off 98 balls from Kumaraswamy came in at three and that laid the platform for a score of 235 all out after 46 overs and a five for 44 from Finlay Kenshub. Outstanding effort with the ball. Yeah and
1: earlier in the season Sri Lankan Lions thrashed the Dragons but no Jason Lloyd no problems for the Dragons 50 not out off 36 for capitalising on an earlier 44 from Ken Chubb, and a 42 from Loi saw the Dragons home in the 47th, their second win of the season.
0: Well, Loi might have been out, but he's still top of the batting leaderboard. He's 448 runs at a wonderful average of 74. Van Zanziel, 357 at 89. And Khan 300 at an average of 100, 276 of them, of course, <laughs> in one inning. So he has got 276 and 24 in his other knocks. Bowling leaderboard, you mentioned... Captain last weekend, Arthur Choi, he's often gone on 18 wickets. Atif Fayaz from the LSW Knights, he's on 12. And Henry Soy again, from the Dragons' 11. So two of the top three bowlers, wicket-taking, Wiser, or oh, Dragons, which is fantastic. And the uh, table, Bushy, have a look at that.
1: Let's have a look at the top. The Wanderers played 6-1-5. They've got 11 points in second. The other Hong Kong Cricket Club team, Optimus, played 6-1-4-2. Losses for eight points in third it's the lions after that loss two wins three losses and five points on the board below them infidels four played for two and two for their four points Well, actually the next two are also on four points it's all coming down to net run rate there little so on knights on four points and at the bottom the dragons with that win they move to four points
0: yeah, if you look at um, you look at that table, the Wanderers look off and gone, but there's a huge clash this weekend. Infidels have only played the four games, sitting on four points, and there's no panic stations for them because they've played a lot less games than Optimus, etc. But if they were to lose to the Wanderers, it does really put the pressure right on them to reach that grand final of proper um, you know, promotion possibilities. So yeah, very interesting there. We'll know a lot more next week. Saturday Division One, last weekend Lama. They continued their unlikely march. One of the boys actually from Lama reached out on Insta over the break and said, the Lama train is rolling on. It was fantastic. And it is rolling on. They had a last over thriller over the Yodders, and they're right up the top of the table, which you, we'll take you through in a minute. The Gap Ramblers smashed Craig and Gower, and they're having a dreadful season. I know Tom Ingram's rock solid, <laughs> but he's got to be, but... Jeez, it been dreadful. Get, you're getting another Instagram message from oh, Tom, aren't you? They've really been dreadful. And on paper, they're so much better than what the results have been. Anyway, and the Crusaders, they picked up a rare win. They just absolutely fell over the line ain't oh, down over the USRC line. So I thought they are going to throw it I away, no, typical Crusader style.
1: No nails left of that game. I'm yeah. like, come on. You got this.
0: You got this. What, why don't you got this? Why don't you got that? Okay, you're fine. You finally got this. Yeah, batting leaderboard. Anker Vishista, Yodters, he's top with 356 at touch under 60. Samad Khan holds on to second. He's on 329. Inside Muhammad Nawaz, USS Line's 267. The bowling leaderboard Niaz Ali from the Tartars. He's on 15. Mustafa Iqbal again. Tartars 14. They're splitting him. Then you've got Adita Cantan from the Crusaders Shelton. Jada Cruz from the Yodas, And Dash Vora, They're all on thirteen table. Bushy. All right, top of the table, KCC Tartars
1: played seven, won five of them. They're on 11, but also on 11 points, it's Lama. Lama doing Lama things. In third place on 10 points, it's the Gap Ramblers from HKCC. Nine points for Little Saiwan Sky Warriors. Then three teams on seven points, HKCC Nomads, USRC Lions, and the Indian Air Club Yodders. Two on six points, Charlie Bears and the KCC Crusaders on five points, Pakistan Association Cricket Club Rising Stars. And down the bottom in relegation areas are the Punjab Lions on three points and Craig and Gower on
0: two. Yeah, from the yachters down, you can basically rule out. As far as making the grand final is concerned, it's going to be very hard for the Nomads and the Lions in front of that. Even probably hard for the Sky Warriors. So it probably comes down to three teams now. Tartars, Lama and the Gap Ramblers, I think, for the two spots in the grand final. That's a really tight competition. Down the bottom, uh, we won't talk about it tonight, but we'll talk a lot about it in... in coming weeks about the relegation battle, because it is on. Anyway, Saturday Division 2, a couple of games with the Lancers continuing their dominance, beating LSW Thunder. And despite scoring 252, the Saracens lost to the LSW leaders. In that match, a big 117 off just 80 balls for Aaron Rawat for the leaders. And Hamza Jawad, he scored 103 off 82 balls for the Saracens. Keeping leader. up our rule of don't pick the Saracens. Yeah, I mean, they're just rock solid with us, aren't they? You? You've got to <laughs> bet against them every week. You make a fortune. <laughs> well, the batting leaderboard, Ashwan Takania from HKU. We'll get to the table in a minute. They're doing fantastically well. He scored 326. Hamza Jawad, 316. Chris Ryan from tak he's 308. Bowling leaderboarder, Sardashvak from the Lancers. He's got 20 wickets. Rupesh Patard, Lancers on 17. LSW, Paraspreet Singh, Praveen Kumar and Nikat Singh from the Shurias. He's on, they're all on 16. It's the table there, Bushy. I've got
1: two teams uh, moving clear at the top. Right at the top, SEC Lancers on 16. Right behind them, HKU on 15. In third, it's Diasqua Little Saiwan so Leaders on 12. Two teams on 11, USRC Tigers and Hong Kong Cricket Club Witherers on 10 points. Little Saiwan so Thunder on 9. It's Kai Tak, 6 points for India Club Surya's. Five points for Laguna Gully. On three points, it's the Centaurs and two teams at the bottom. KCC Saracens on two and CCC Hung C on two.
0: Yeah, the Lancers and HKU, they look off and gone as far as promotion is concerned. Really, the only one who can put pressure on them is the one with games in hand. It's USRC Tigers. There, They are still a realistic chance, but they've got to play HKU. Tell you what the disappointment is, the Withers. Um, they've been very disappointing from Hong Kong Cricket Club to sitting mid-table, there effectively out of promotion position at this stage of the season. That is it this week, Bushy, for outs and ins. Are uh, we not doing Friday
1: Masters League?
0: Like the day <laughs> we start doing Friday Masters League is the day that we've given up.
1: But I've I've, but I've, I've finally made my debut All for right. Friday Masters. No, I don't want to talk about Fifteen
0: seconds it. wrap up. No, uh, we lost. Okay, I took a wicket. That's done. That's it for outs and ins.
2: It's time for ins and outs. With all the weekend senior games covered, here's Bodders.
0: All right, ins and outs, huge weekend of cricket, of course, the Premier League Grand Final, we'll talk about that. But we've also got four Saturday Div 1 games and we've got two Saturday Div 2 games. Jamie Atkinson's hung around to give his thoughts on this weekend's game, which is fantastic. Thank you, Jamie.
3: Hopefully you're better with my predictions this time than last time. There you
0: go. But Bushy always goes first in the tradition of ins and outs, so... Premier League Grand Final, Bushy. Oh, what do you think? Don't put me on the spot oh, sorry, we've the got a Sunday. We've got Sunday League Division 2 we'll cover as well, of course. But, uh, yeah, Premier League Grand Final, KCC versus HKCC. Oh,
1: it's such a tough one. Neutral ground. Neither team's played there. They have people that train there. I don't want to put the curse on, but I think uh, KCC will get five
0: wins for the season. I think... Um I think it's tough. It's really toss of the coin. I think Bubba Hyatt hasn't scored runs this season pretty much at all. 60 runs across the four games, so he's due. There's no doubt about that. Uh, he's had at, two six at outs in the last two yeah. games. I look at that HKCC batting lineup, and it's so super strong. I'm only going to pick Cowloon Cricket Club for one reason. I mean, Luke Jones, I think he's absolutely fantastic. But then I look at the KCC spin attack of Pascoe and, and Barkett. And also Danielle, absolutely, and Danielle, who's taken a few wickets this year as well. He's leading run scorer, but he's chipped in with a few wickets. So I just think, just in that spin bowling area, I think there's more options for KCC than there is for HKCC. Jamie, we're not even going to ask you for. Yeah, that's silly. No comment. Exactly. so we're both with KCC. Let's write that down. So we've got that there for next week. But it's a bit—it's
1: ha- a bit harsh. Oh, Jamie wouldn't know, but um, Kinship did ask us if we were supporting HKCC
0: at the end of the uh, interview. Uh, and we're of course we're neutral, right? We're neutral. Absolutely. Neutral.
1: But but when we have to be put on the spot,
0: but well, odds well, and outs. I've tipped against Kowloon a number of times this season across the leagues. No worries at all. Um, yeah, it's not about that. It's about who you think will win. And it wouldn't surprise you. I mean, Mark say we know how good he is. We know how good Nizakit is. I say so Bubba hasn't scored runs. Nazucket hasn't scored as many runs as he probably hoped. He could come out and score 150 off 120, and uh, it's game over. Right. Actually,
1: speaking of that, we didn't mention it in the earlier interview, but last weekend, Zaz Khan had a bit of a strain. He was off the ground for most of the, 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 the fielding. He didn't come back after, I think, he bowled three or four overs. He's, he's good to go.
3: Yeah, he was a bit um, unwell in the, the build-up to the game. Uh, it wasn't particularly 100% when he, when he played, but I know he was trying to fight through it, and he just had to sort of... So was it was an illness, just, not, a, not a strain? It was more of an illness, yeah. Okay, so he's
0: good well, to go. All right, so whilst the, whilst the grand final's going on up at Mission Road, there was a huge game in Sunday Division 2 as the HKCC Wanderers were top of the table and leading the charge as far as promotion is concerned up against the KCC Infidels, who will be without... We suspect, we don't know, because the teams haven't been announced as yet. The Wanderers will be without Adil Mahmood, you would think, who will be in the grand final for HKCC, and you would suspect the Infidels will be without both Mokan and Atik Iqbal. So, Bushy, what's your thoughts there? Wanderers. Oh, you didn't have to think about that very much. Uh, you take Atik and Mo out, that's uh, hard work for the Infidels. Yeah, I think on the batting side, you know, they're, they're going to look to... Um, you know, Bolsara and Botfield are the top of the order as far as that's concerned. I think a is the big loss as far as the bowling is concerned. So I'm going to tip the Wanderers also.
3: I'm going to go for the, the Infidels. Um, Wanderers, top of the table. I know they've been playing well this season, but going to go for Infidels away at HKCC. I know the team will be up for that anytime time there's a game at HKCC. The KCC side are going to be fired up, so I'm going to go for the Infidels.
0: Yeah, and again, it wouldn't surprise me the infidels up there. They don't normally really do perform well. It's backs to the wall. They've only played the four games, so there's still a massive chance of promotion of getting into that grand final. They are every chance. I just think the Wanderers, I think they might have a little bit too much for them. Anyway, that's Sunday Div 2 done. On to Saturday Div 1, the LSW Sky Warriors up against the USRC Lions, Bushy. That's yeah, a bit tough. I mean, little so
1: one sitting in fourth, but they've played seven and... Uh, I will go, I'll back the little Saiwan Sky Warriors
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you as well USRC Lions lost last week to Crusaders They've had a really good year actually The Lions, It wouldn't surprise if they fought back But I'm with Sky Warriors
3: I'm actually going to go with Lions with this one There's been a, There's a few players who've got a bit of a Premier League experience uh, for the Lions know, uh, They missed out last week against Crusaders But I'm going to go for USRC in that game
0: all right, top-of-the-table clash. This is a big one. Tartars and Lama, who were promoted this year and have just gone from strength to strength, they've been unbelievable. They're just going fantastically well, just wins after wins after wins, and they're going to travel down to Kowloon Cricket Club to take on the top-of-the-table Tartars, Bushy. I love the Llama. I'm going the Llama. Go on the Llama. I think this is where Lama are going to come down to earth with an absolute thud, and I'm tipping the Tartars, and I'm tipping the Tartars by a margin. Jamie.
3: I'm also going to go with the, the Tartars. I know Lama have won here this season, but there's a certain open bowl, opening bowler for the Tartars who so I think will be up for the game. I don't think he'll be... Uh,
0: Leading wicket taker, left arm. Absolutely.
3: I think he's going to be a handful on Saturday, so I'm going to go yeah. with the Tartars.
0: I think Tartars. I think Tartars by a good margin there. PACC rising stars again on paper. Very strong. Just haven't put the performances on the board down the bottom of the ladder up against the Nomads. The Rising Stars are off a win against the Punjab Lions. What do you think, Bushy? Nomads. Nomads for Bushy without hesitation. Um, I'm going to have to go the same, I think. I, 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 yeah, I think Nomads will win that one. Jamie? I'll
3: make, make it three from three. I'll also say Nomads uh, at home as well. Um, I think they'll take that one.
0: Patrick there for the Nomads the last one in Div 1. Charlie Bears up against Tom Ingram's Jing We mentioned earlier uh, I said before the break that they're an absolute special to be relegated. Craig and Gower Ingram reached out to us over Instagram and said that won't be happening and then they got rolled for 50 odd last week. What do you think Bushy? Well I think Tom's got a big day out if he wants to not get relegated but uh, Charlie Bears Charlie Bears Having said all of that Tom Ingram, I'm with you. You're going to oh, win this one. Oh, really? You're going to win this one. Oh, this is where the fight back begins. I'm tipping Craig and Gower. I'm also
3: going to do the same. I know Ingram's going to be out there, but also going to be Elliot Andrews there too. He's going to be fired up. wanting to make sure CCC uh, aren't anywhere near that div 2 for next season. That so one's
0: it's up at PKVR Park where we know anything is possible. Well, I'm sure uh, last
1: year I'd sworn off the Charlie Bears and they'd, they'd, they'd ruined me, but this is the week, Charlie Bears. Prove it to me. Right. Prove me that I need to keep back in the Charlie Bears.
0: All right. Uh, anyway, two of us with Craig and Gower, one with the Bears. Into Saturday Div 2, which is really hotting up as well. Centaurs versus Kai Tak. This one's out of Gin Drinkers Bay, Bushy. Uh, Kai Tak. Yes. Centaurs. Jamie. Uh,
3: it's a bit of a personal one personal spot for me as well I did have a season for the Centaurs about 15 years ago so hang on what you're an ex-Centaur ex-Centaur one one Saturday season for the Centaurs a good friend of mine uh, Mark DeLore was a a schoolmate of mine he he got me to play for them for one season really really enjoyed it really nice bunch of guys so uh, hope they uh, pick up the win on Saturday I'm going to back the Centaurs
0: I reckon they take you batting five or six out there on Saturday they've won one game they take you any day (laughs) of the week doesn't matter if you batted at 11 all right you're tipping your old club the Centaurs into the last one. Wrap it up with Laguna Gully versus India Club Ashuraz out at Cam Tin where anything can happen. Aussie. This, is, this is a middle to lower order teams. Laguna that- have been disappointing. They were relegated yeah. into this league and there's no chance of promoted back, just like tak to be honest. Um, uh, who are you tipping? Oh, Sirius. Yeah, it's a toss of a coin. It is. I'll take I'll take the home team as well. I'll go Sirius. Jamie?
3: we go India Club as well.
0: Hatrick there. That's it. Huge weekend from Premier League to Sunday Div 2. Both Saturday leagues underway. Huge this weekend. That's it for ins and outs this week. All right, Sky Plaza Road. There's the plane. Everyone knows what that means. Well, sometimes it means Hong Kong are going out of the country some of them are, but there's going to be a lot coming in as well, Bushy. This is absolutely fantastic on the men's side. A lot of cricket coming up.
1: Huge amount of cricket. I've just got all of February blocked
0: having to call all the games down at Kong Road. Make sure Africa. you've got your lozenges ready. And I know, right? Matt? We've got the one-day tri-series with Malaysia and Canada beginning on January 31, which culminates in a final on February 4, and then... And I like this concept. They did it last year as well. The third place team will play the Hong Kong A team on February 5 I'm really looking forward to that series, Bushy. Yep. It's going to be good and it's all going to be covered. All of this, what you're talking about, will be live. All of it live. All of it on the social medias. Everyone get involved. Might be on icc.com, I reckon. No,
1: I think, not so much. I think it's on Facebook and fan code in India.
0: All right. We'll update on that. First one, January 31. It kicks off the one-day tri-series, Malaysia, Canada, Hong Kong with the Hong Kong A Wrapping it up. Then there's three one-dayers against Malaysia on February 6, 8, and 9. Looking forward to that one as well. That's going to be fantastic. Then the East Asia Cup with China and Japan coming into Hong Kong. That's going to be February 14, 17. T20 internationals, two on every day. 14 through 17. 14, 15, 16, and a final on 17. Two T20Is every day.
1: Yeah, No South Korea. Uh, they're not coming. You know, normally the East Asia Cup involves four teams, but uh, just the three this time. Both, we've got two teams that are going to be coming out of snow into what is Hong Kong winter of 25 degrees.
0: Well, that's cold for us. Yeah, it's cold for us, but poor old Canada and Japan are going to get heat stroke. But Japan, they were quite strong at the uh, Asia Games. Yeah, they're going to be a good team. They perform really well. I'm looking forward to seeing them on home track here in Hong Kong. Then... And we'll cover this. And also, this, I should mention, yeah. Canada, are they, they, they're they in the World Cup. Oh, they are. Yeah, this is part of their prep for the World Cup. Yeah, so uh, this, this big teams. No, it's really important, and it's a really, really big series. And I tell you what, absolute credit for Cricket Hong Kong to for bring all this together, I have so many games over this period. It's just absolutely wonderful. We'll talk about it later in the podcast. It means the Premier League T20 has been pushed back a little bit. To fit in with the windows, Uh, I think it's all figured out really, really well. It's going to culminate later in the year, back in April, where, of course, Hong Kong are going to go to the T20 International Premier Cup qualifiers to the 2025 Asia Cup. I think that one's in Oman. I've been told,
1: whispers, it might be in Oman. And I might just go and do the podcast from there. Oman is beautiful.
0: I might go. Went there for the under-19 qualifiers. It was beautiful. Yeah, great place. Don't miss out on Oman. The grounds are far away away enough from Yemen, not to be worried. (laughs) It's all fine. Under-19s, we covered that earlier. They've got big Division Two qualifiers coming up. Then we're on to the women's. Well, they're down in Bunbury, Bushy's home territory. Any surprises in that squad, Bushy?
1: Well, I'll run through the squad and then I'll give you some of the results because the results aren't online too much and there's no live coverage of it. So, Kari Tan, the captain's down there. Uh, speech to Alison Hsu, Bella Poon, Betty Chan, who uh, will come up in the birthday chat very shortly, Cindy Ho, Dorothea Chan, Emily, uh, Ikra Saha, Mariko Hill has joined the team for the uh, squad down there, Marion Bibby, Lemon Chung, Shanzine Shazad, Tammy Chu and Yasmin Daswani. Ooh, all seems to be given. Uh, well done. Good team going down to Bunbury. And the results. They played their first game on the 15th against the Bunbury and District Cricket Association women's team. Hong Kong-China batted first, put on 117 for nine, and Bunbury and District could only manage 82 for eight in that game. Mariam scoring 34, Dorothea 25, Betty Chan getting a three for 20. Now, remember, Betty was dropped from the final of the International Series Uh, earlier this uh, last year, late last year, I should say. But she's back in the side and gets a three for Ikra with a two for 17 and Alison two for nine. And a game today played against a a higher level team, the under-18 Western Australian women's team. That'd be a very strong team. You'd expect. WA always very strong. Uh, WA put on 108 for seven. Now, I don't know anything about how many overs. or well, Obviously, they batted 20, but Hong Kong China chased it down 109 for five, a half century for Mariko Hill.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. That would be a very strong lineup, that under 18s team from WA. So they're going well down there, the ladies. Yeah, it's a good warm up as well for them. They've got more internationals coming up later this year, I believe. This is a very exciting few months period we've got in front of us in Sky Plaza Road. It's going to feature heavily on the podcast, on the 8 for 52 podcast. We cover the locals. We cover the internationals. That's it this week for Sky Plaza Road. And now it's time for Bushy's Birthday Bonanza. Your favourite time, my favourite time, it's Bushy's birthday bonanza. Over to you, Bushy. Well,
1: we're going to go back a week because we were supposed to come back last week, but somebody was off having a lovely holiday in Australia and didn't come back just, in time. Just a little extension. Instead of four weeks off, we had five weeks off. So I'll do two birthdays from last week. One, a former guest, my story guest on the podcast, Imran Arif. From, oh, in me. You know, yep, from USRC. He turned 40 on the 15th. Oh, wow. Immy, happy birthday, my mate. Uh, sharing a birthday with Imran Shaquille Iqbal from the Charlie Bears. He turned 38 on the 15th. Oh, wow. Happy birthday. And today, the day we're recording the podcast, legend of Hong Kong, China
0: cricket, Betty Chan. She's celebrating down in Bunbury, Western Australia. Never a better place to be celebrating a birthday. Is Mrs. Bush still in Bunbury? My mum? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I told my dad to go down and girls? watch. Yeah, I don't know. He hasn't why don't you told me. Have all the girls over for family dinner. Oh, uh, well, my dad is as antisocial as I am times 10. So yeah, but that, your mum's not. Yeah, your dad can go out and have all the true. girls over. Uh, true. Have a barbecue down at the Bush yeah, lovely. Uh, Ranch. Lovely. Yeah, uh, well, Oh Let me arrange that. Uh, it's a bit late. Betty's birthday's today. Yeah, all right. And we're recording. And a final birthday next week. Thursday. So before we uh, go to the next, by the episode 18. So we'll do the birthday on the 25th, turning 46. Umpire and player extraordinaire. Can you guess? Shelton J. Da Cruz. Correct. Who apparently now is
0: known as Sheraton. Yeah, there's a little story behind that. We might cover it later in the year. Sheraton J. Da Cruz. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Shelton. There's the bushy's birthday
1: bonanza for this
0: week. Hi, I'm Martin here and you're listening to the 8452 Podcast with Bodders and Butchie. Oh, Bushy! It's that time of the week again. First time in 2024. We've got to shut this thing down, mate. Episode 17 is coming to an end. It was huge. It was. It was massive, right? Premier League Grand Final this weekend, and both captains came on. Kinchichar, Shah, Jamie Atkinson. Eight for Fifty Two Podcast gets all the big, gun- big names in. All the stars. All the stars give up their time. For the 8 for 52. Big grand final coming up. Really looking forward to it. It's going to be huge.
1: And I should say at this point, we, we're we trialling new stuff ready for the International. So we're going to do live toss and pitch report, which we've never done before for the broadcast. Uh, I've got huge new uh, sound effects, microphones. I've got big long cables so I can walk across towards the change rooms and do interviews around the ground. It's going to be
0: a really good broadcast. Tune in. Cannot wait. Absolutely. Everyone out there, tune in. It's going to be massive. It's the Premier League Grand Final. Of course, we've got other games on. Big one up at HKCC at the same time. You'll be up there. I'll be up there for that one. And we've got the Saturday League games. We've got it all going on. And of course, we've got all the international cricket coming up. Oh, I can't wait for that. I'm looking forward to
1: that. January 31st. What a start. Bang, 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 bang. So many games in a row. I'm ready.
0: Malaysia Canada coming in as part of their... We'll cut warm-ups and then the East Asia Cup coming up. We'll have it all covered on the 8 for 52 podcast. The ladies are away. They've got big tournaments coming up in front of them. I can't wait, Bushy.
1: Yeah, when they get back, we'll have a chat. Maybe we'll find Andy.
0: We haven't had a chat for to Andy Cotter, the head coach. We're going to have to get Andy Cotter on. I know, right? We really are. We have to. We when he's to got that, that when that they've got
1: that next big tournament, we'll get Andy on and see where the team's at. But at the moment, we've said uh, in the Sky Plaza Road, they've won two games already down there in Bunbury. So the uh, women's team is looking good, and we're looking forward to the men's team going international games right here in Hong Kong.
0: Well, we've kicked 2024 off in the way, exactly the way I wanted, in a massive way, Bushy. That's it for the 8 for 52 podcast. For the first one for 2024, you can listen to us next week. See ya. Hello. Good morning.
3: Good morning.
0: We're the 8 for 52 today. theme song is The Coin Toss. From the band The Duckworth Lewis Method. Find them on Apple iTunes and YouTube, and download that song and all their other cricket-related music. The Eight for
1: Fifty Two podcast is written, produced, and published by Matt botfield and Aaron Bush for Trip Ahead Limited. Copyright twenty twenty four.